Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing a very interesting business. We've got Brian Wright with us today from sabeancounters.com. Um, Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you could introduce who you've got with us, who you've got with you, that would be great. Yeah, uh, thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, with me, I have uh, my co-founder, both in business and in life, Katrina Wright, my wife. Hello. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Wright. All right. <laughs> I'm sure you guys get that a lot. We uh, Yes, we do. I, I got a lot of mileage out of that in high school with all my uh, friends' moms. Ah, I'm not sure. I don't think I'll go. Uh, I won't take the bait on that one. <laughs> how did you uh, How did you get started in terms of FA Bean? How did you get started in the industry, and then how did you get to FA Bean Counters? Sure. Um, well, I am a, I am a certified financial planner by trade. So I am. Uh, you know, I, I've been in the industry. You know, ten plus years. Um, working first in the banking industry, and then I moved over to fee-only financial planning, uh, working with high net worth clients. Um, and then a couple of years ago, uh, I went out, I, I left kind of my job job where I worked for a boss boss and started my own firm, my own financial planning firm. Um, along the way, you know, rewinding back, you know, 10 years, you know, when I started in the industry, uh, my wife uh, had started her own accounting practice at that time. I was working at a firm. She she went out on her own, kind of started at, at zero clients, and and over the last ten years has been building an accounting practice. Well, we'll fast forward back to back to two years ago. I left my firm um, and kind of joined forces with her. Started our own uh, financial advisory practice. She had a ten year old plus accounting practice, doing accounting, bookkeeping. Um, and, and, you know, those are, she's CPA, so those are, those are her skill sets, accounting, tax, bookkeeping. And, and we went, kind of went into business doing, doing the financial, financial planning, you know, startup for a financial planning firm. Well, during that process, we, uh, we, we met up and we, we were introduced to 
um, a very influential thought leader in our industry uh, by the name of Michael Kitsis. And got to know him pretty well. He and, uh, and Alan Moore as well. They're both uh, co-founders of XY Planning Network, which is a professional network for like-minded, you know, very tech-focused financial planners all over the country, all over the world, I guess, so international members. But um, so we were introduced to them, got to know them pretty well. Uh, we were a, we are a member of that network, XY Planning Network, and just in that friendship. Uh, they approached us really and said, "Hey, we, you know, there's this, there's this, there's a need in our industry uh, for outsourced bookkeeping for financial advisors, and we, uh, you know, we see a huge opportunity. This is uh, this is a, a skill set that that a financial planner, although financial planners are, are, are very smart people, um, accounting and bookkeeping, double entry bookkeeping, um, debits credits, not you know, not in the wheelhouse of most financial advisors." Uh, this is something that they could easily outsource. It's something they shouldn't be spending their time on. It's not revenue generating. They should be spending every waking moment with clients or working on clients or trying to find clients. Bookkeeping is something they could easily outsource, and there is no uh, there's no one out there in the marketplace that's, that's targeting financial advisors. There are a number of, of virtual bookkeepers out there, yes, but you know we have a lot of moving parts in our industry with compliance and things like that. So they said, you know, we see a huge opportunity for for a, a an accounting practice targeting specifically financial advisors. He's like, so so we want to launch we want to launch this accounting practice. Problem is, we don't know anything about running an accounting practice. Fortunately, uh, Brian and Katrina do. So uh, that's kind of how Bean Counters came along, um, just partnering with a, an uber influential thought leader in in a in a particular niche. Um, and it was it was an easy it was an easy uh, question for us to answer, an easy decision to make certainly. Um, you know, partnering with someone the caliber and influential level of uh, of Michael. So that's what we did last summer. Uh, we last summer we launched and um, have just been really been growing growing since then. A lot of word of mouth and and, and internet social media type uh, marketing. What a incredible story! What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Oh, probably that um, you can't do it all, <laughs> and the faster you'll embrace delegation, the easier your life will be <laughs> in the long run. <laughs> You can't do it all. That is a writer downer, folks, right there. Faster you embrace delegation. I love it. What have been some of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome, and what did you learn from them? Um, I think our our biggest challenges, um, as I think just as as business owners, would be. Um, you know, I guess letting letting go of responsibility. Letting you know, we we've always been solopreneurs. So this is our first this is our first endeavor with you know hiring people and having and managing other people and making sure they know everything you know or try to make them know everything you know. And it's just as, as a couple of solopreneurs, that's that's a bit of a really big challenge. Um, I. 
you know, and I've, I've read a lot of business books and things like that, and you know, the e-myths and those sorts of things, and you you read it, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that. But like until you experience it, that that was eye-opening. Um, just having to, you know, kind of work with other. You know, I, I find now that you have that as a business owner, and we have employees. Um, well, you spend a lot, <laughs> a lot of time working in the business. Um, you know kind of keeping everything going as, as opposed to, you know, doing, you know, working with clients and things like that. So, so that's been, that's been a challenge. Um, but, uh, but it's been okay. I just chalk it up as growing pains and it's probably something that everybody, every, you know, startup uh, experiences. Absolutely. What do you like best about your business? Um I'm really passionate about our industry. I'm uh, I sit on the board for the Financial Planning Association here, our local chapter. Um, you know, I, I go to a I go to a conference with financial planners, and that's just like I don't I'm just a big nerd, I guess, when it comes to stuff like that. Like that's a social event for me. I mean, people go to get continuing education. I just like talking about the business, talking about the industry, where it's going. Um, I'm I'm passionate about entrepreneurs. I love working with startups and and the excitement that you know, a lot of our clients that come to us, you know, they just left a big firm or a big bank and they're going out on their own and there's all this optimism and, 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 and some fear of the unknown. And it's, I just love working, um, working with those folks. Um, so, and just, just talking shop, just talking about not only just from a financial standpoint what they can do differently and try to be more efficient in their practice, but, you know, that bleeds into other aspects of their business, um, you know, working with hiring new employees, hiring employees. Um, you know, we really, we really are quickly become, you know, a partner with our, with our clients to, um, you know, to try to help guide them as business owners. I mean, we're in a unique position where, you know, if we were working with a particular, particular client, um, you know, we can, we can quickly, uh, select best practices in our industry from our other clients. You know, we see things um, that, that some clients are doing that's really, really, that they do really, really well. And, um, you know, we're, we're certainly happy to, happy to share those best practices, you know, with, with other advisors uh, that we work with. So, so that's, that's probably, that's what I would think. Um, I don't know what Katrina has to think what, what she likes best. Well, and as, as you've probably already noticed, Brian is a talker. He, he likes to talk. So, I think I think probably what he enjoys most, he loves stories. He loves hearing all of these new people's stories, how they got to be where they are, why they went out on their own. Because um, every every financial planner has their story of kind of what led them to um, to going out on their own. So it's really kind of exciting for us. It's more than just doing people's books, but you know we get to see a share a piece of their story and help them, you know, get their bookkeeping set up so that we can help them make good business decisions and, you know, just be a part of their story. So um, that's really fun, too, to, to be a part of all of that. Absolutely. That makes total sense. What um, what are you doing to attract financial advisors to your services now? Um, we've, we've been pretty fortunate that we haven't had to do a whole lot um, for people coming to us. Uh, the clients that we have now have been referring. They've been talking about us to friends and acquaintances and coworkers. 
Um, so that's been great. And then um, Michael as well, every time he does a little blog post that, that mentions us, it seems like we get lots of calls from that. So um, that's been kind of, you know, free advertising, so to speak. So. How do you manage this? You're managing the financial aspects of so many other businesses. How do you manage your own? Well, we, we just add ourselves to the list. So we work with clients monthly. Um, we do reconciling for them and keep their bookkeeping up to date. And we're just, we kind of treat ourselves like our own client. So we're added to our monthly work list and, you know, take care of what we need to monthly when we do all of our other clients. And what's nice, too, is we have, um, you know, if we're introduced to new software or new efficiencies that will help us do our own books, you know, third-party software integrations, um, you know, we are our, our, our own guinea pigs. So we'll go in and we'll try it for our own books and see if we like it and if that's something that we want to roll out or recommend uh, to our clients. So, so that's, that's, that's kind of fun, too. That makes sense. With all this constantly changing in the world and the amount of information you must get bombarded with, how do you stay on top of it all? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, but it's, I mean, I think it's like any other industry. If you want to be, um, you know, if, if you want, if you want to be a leader in your industry, I think you have to, you know, you have to read, you have to stay on top of what's happening in, in our, in our world with, you know, the regulatory environment, you know, we've got this recent Department of Labor fiduciary rule that's just gone into place, you know, how that is going to impact our clients, how that could potentially impact um, in a financial aspect of, 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 of bookkeeping on, on some of them. Um, you know, you just, you have to try to be out at, out ahead, anticipate the questions your clients are going to have. So you need to be well-read in, you know, in, in the financial news, certainly in the, in the regulatory matters um, you want to as well. We don't hold ourselves out as compliance people. We, you know, we'll, we, we always recommend that clients work with a, you know, compliance officer. But, you know, this isn't our first rodeo. We do know a lot of the best practices that the firms need to have. So, um, you know, when, when regulatory items come up, um, you know, we want to, we certainly want to be on top of those so that we can, um, at minimum, talk intelligently about them. We don't want a, we don't want a client to bring something to us that we weren't at least already aware of. Um, adds to credibility when we know what they're talking about. Um, but um, we, you know, we just we want to make sure that that we're staying on top of things and and, and that. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned a couple books. Um, let me go back to that. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work? Uh, E-Myth. I, I, boy, I really like the E-Myth. Um, I, I recommended that to uh, the car rental guy today. Uh, we were talking about starting a business, and uh, um, I, I recommend that book a lot to folks. Um, I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's good to understand, you know, what you, what you are good at and, and realize that when you start a business, you're going to have to deal with things that you may not be good at. But a lot of times, you know, from a financial standpoint, certainly a lot of people aren't good at bookkeeping, um, and that's in the financial aspects what what uh, what crushes a, a new business because they're good at they're good at fixing mufflers or good at baking cakes or whatever it is that they're they're a doer they're a good worker bee. Um, so that's been that's certainly influential. I like to recommend that to clients. 
I also like Platform by Michael Hyatt. Um, I think in this in this new world of of, of of the internet and marketing and new businesses, just kind of having a platform. Um, I, I certainly don't practice what I preach. Our, our website is in bad need of a redesign. Uh, we joke internally that we are either um, a a we're we're somewhere between a, a poor marketing strategy or a best kept secret, and we don't know which one it is. <laughs> but um, we, we're still we're clients are clients are finding us, and we're we're bringing in new clients, so we're doing something right. But um, you know, Michael Hyatt is a is a book. His his book, you, I think you could. You could probably read annually, and if not more often, and uh, take something away from it every time you read it, something new. Because you're, as as time goes by, your your business is developing, your marketing strategy is developing. Um, so you know, so the first time you read his book, there may not be something that applies um, to you at that point in time. But six months later, twelve months later, you pick it up and read it again. It's like, oh, you know what? I should I should do a mailing list. I should do, um, you know, I should do a podcast. Should do something like that. Um, and I think with in our situation with a niche business, um, I think it it, it, it it that reinforces it. That those, those sorts of things are, are very important. That makes a lot of sense. What are some of the most common mistakes you see your financial advisors making um, that you can that you help them fix? Business entities and payroll, export payroll. What do you think? We're looking at each other here trying to decide what the best answer is going to be. You know, I think probably the biggest mistake that people make is thinking that they're going to do their own bookkeeping themselves, and then it's overwhelming and they're too busy, and they end up and they don't do it for several months at a time. And then at that point, not only are you going back and, you know, spending the time getting it up to date, but you also have lost several months of valuable planning um, as far as budgeting, knowing if you're in the black or in the red, if you're making money, um, and just for budgeting purposes, it's really hard. So when you're a new startup business, you really need to know what, what's going on with all of your money. You need to know what's going in, what's going out, you know, what parts of what you're doing are profitable. And if you don't have your bookkeeping going, you know, you can speculate and you can maybe have an idea, but unless you actually see it on paper, um, I don't think you can make really good business decisions. So I think that's probably a big part of it is just thinking, you know, everybody wants to save money up front, so you think, yeah, I'll do it myself. This is easy. I'm a smart person. Um, but then it's, it's either more complicated than you expect or you're just busier than you expect to be, and it just kind of gets pushed aside and, you know, you update it when you have to, which means it's tax time or a compliance person steps in and says, hey, I need to see your financial statements. Um, so I think, I mean, that's a big, that's a big thing that um, we see quite a bit is, you know, people just, it's a little more overwhelming, I think, than they anticipate initially. Um, so we have that. Um, a lot of people that are new have questions about, you know, what type of entity should they set up and, um, we can we can explain to them the tax impact of you know doing the different entity types. Um, every state is a little bit different as far as the legality with entity formation. So sometimes we have to you know pull in a lawyer so they can you know get the legal side of it. But we can absolutely help with the taxation side to let them know you know how that entity choice will impact the taxes and what all needs to be done on that end as well. So, um, that Brian, do you have anything else? 
No, I think that 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 sums it up. I mean, we any, anytime you do something that you're not 100% confident in, I mean, errors just go along with that. So, you know, we just see a lot of a, a lot of different types of errors just from people doing it themselves, just not knowing. It's like, well, I guess I, that's probably something else that when you're starting off new, you don't always know what is deductible for tax purposes and what is not deductible for tax purposes. And so you either miss out on things because you assume that it's not deductible or you go ahead and throw stuff on there that you think, oh, yeah, that's probably deductible, um, even though it's not. And one, one prime example is like clothing, professional clothing. A lot of people think if they go out and buy a new pair of fancy shoes and a suit that it's deductible for business purposes, which is not at all the case. Um, so, you know, they just, they don't know what's deductible, they don't know what's not deductible, and they just have a lot of questions about, you know, can I do this, can I not do this, you know, where do I go to find out that information, things like that. Who is an ideal client for you? Well, where, when we started, we would, we would have said kind of a startup, you know, we were, we're, we're, we're virtual practice, you know, we're priced affordably, and, and a lot of our, you know, kind of in the first six months of, of business, a lot of startup advisors were coming to us, um, and what we found then is kind of as we've got some traction and some word of mouth, and we've done some, you know, presentations to established financial planners and spoke at some conferences, um, we, we found out that, that our pricing is, is not only affordable for startups, but it's really affordable for the established ones. So we've uh, we've seen we've you probably you know we've seen a lot of here you know recently a lot of the firms that are coming to us are the more established you know 10 15 years in the business that you know their their big old accounting firm has been doing their bookkeeping and and charging them an arm and a leg for it and they've just they've just paid it and they've never really thought about it until um, kind of a more affordable, efficient solution comes along, such as us, um, then then that's that's something you know we're shaking the trees a little bit with those folks, and there we're seeing more of them. So, um, you know, independent, certainly independent, independent broker dealers, independent RIAs. Um, you know, we we see we see a lot of LPL business. We're starting to see you know a lot of calls from those folks. Um, you know, in, in the industry, you're either doing the bookkeeping or your broker-dealer or, you know, home office is doing the bookkeeping. So, you know, there, there are certain firms that we just don't hear from because it's, it's their home office is taking take care of the books. Um, but it, it, it's, it's really the independent folks, the, the state-registered RIAs um, or the independent broker-dealers who are, who are really, you know, you know, jumping at the chance to, to start working with us. And what is the first step you would want them to take to get in touch with you? Where should they go? Uh, FABeanCounters.com is the best way to go. We, we've designed a website to be very transparent as far as what you get and what it costs. And, um, you know, you can easily, you know, give us a call and we can talk through, um, you know, talk through what it is they need and, and kind of how we might be able to help. Um, so that's the best way to go is FABeanCounters.com. All right. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. This has been Seth Green with Mr. and Mrs. Wright of FABeanCounters.com. Thank you, everyone, for paying attention. And uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wright, thank you so much for giving us some of your very valuable time today. Thanks a lot. Excellent. Thank you.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.